What's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another edition of Jump Ball, brought to you by Ballers of Teal. It's your girl, Veronica Harris, here. And today, we're going to be recapping two games. We're going to be recapping Thursday night when Toronto went down to Atlanta. And then we'll also be recapping Saturday night when they went to Madison Square Garden to visit the Knicks. Let's backtrack and jump into Thursday when Toronto visited Georgia, where the peaches grow and the rappers sprout. This was their last meeting with one another, and Toronto was looking for a sweep. There were many distractions, though, as Thursday, the trade deadline happened. Um, It was actually at 3 o'clock. There were many distractions, though, as it was trade deadline day, and there were moves in Toronto. Lots and lots of moves on the East Coast, and if you guys want to see... Or you want to hear my opinion, how I felt and what I thought about it, you guys can just skip over to the next page and you can uh, listen to a couple shows that myself and former rapper Tracy Murray, as well as Joe Pasek, we kind of recapped what happened and the biggest moves in the trade. That being said, Toronto had a big one. Toronto added, Toronto, sorry, Toronto traded Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, and a 2024 second round pick, including CJ Miles. We can't forget about CJ's PJs. To the Memphis Grizzlies for Marcus Saul. Just one guy. There were trade talks that it would be Marcus Saul and Mike Conley. But you want to know what? It was a four man trade just for one. No Kawhi, as he would uh, take time to rest. Well needed. He would play later in the week, though. Thanks to John Collins, the Hawks got on the board early and led the game into its first timeout with 5.56 to play in the first. Vince Carter checks into the game, getting a big round of applause before he dishes the ball behind his back to Jeremy Lin, who gives it to DeAndre Bemby for a corner three ball. Then, Ken Bazemore and Carter both hit a tray ball, leading the Hawks on a 21-6 run. My thoughts, though, I mean, I know it was a little bit soon, but where is Marcus Gasol? Get him in there. Get him playing. Uh, he wasn't there. The Raptors needed a three-point shooter to step up, and hey, I guess that's why they traded him, right? So maybe he'll come on later in the week and show some of that three-point finesse. Carter finished the quarter missing both three throws, but finished the game with nine points, two rebounds, and going on a three, and going three from six from beyond the arc. The Hawks outplayed Toronto in the first half, draining three balls every chance they got. The Hawks went 16. The Hawks went 16 to 35 from beyond the arc, staying just enough ahead of the prehistoric dinosaurs to make them work. But not for long, because the Raptors came within one point with 9:39 to play. But then the man who started the game off for the Hawks, John Collins, went in for the two-handed dunk. The Raptors did smarten up in the third quarter, hoping to keep that win streak going, and finally taking back the game with 52 seconds left to play. The game was a struggle for Toronto, and if it were because they were tired, I don't see it getting much better because they are now on a roster of only 12 players. Ibaka and Van Fleet had an accident, ran into one another. Um, I mean, keep your head up, right? For many, many reasons, but they did run into one another, causing Ibaka to check his finger and take a break off the court. Ibaka finished with 12 points and 5 rebounds. Fun fact, Serge Ibaka had 8 straight double-doubles, being the first since Chris Bosch, who had 9 back in 2009 as a Raptor. So, Ibaka's doing big things. They may not be big numbers, but 
He's definitely contributing in a good, positive, strong way for these Toronto Raptors. There's a little halt in the game due to a shot clock problem and a bad call from the ref who said it didn't go off Kyle Lowry's hand, but clearly did. Off the inbound, 6'9", Omari Spellman got blocked by OG Ananobi, which is probably why Masai Ujiri didn't trade him. And secretly, there were lots of, um, lots of people thinking that OG would go. When I was telling people Raptors made a big trade, they're like, oh, please don't let it be OG, don't let it be OG. And I, for one, am great and thankful and really excited that they didn't trade him because this is only OG's second year in the league, and I think that he is going to grow into a phenomenal player, and I would love to see him sprout in my hometown of Toronto. Fast forward to the end, Toronto wins, but you know since the middle of the fourth frame, Toronto wins, but you knew that since the middle of the fourth frame. The Raptors' biggest, the Raptors biggest lead was 21 points and continue their three-game win streak heading to New York Saturday to face the last place team in the conference. And the Knicks and newly traded Dennis Smith Jr. tip-off was at 7.30 p.m. Toronto won this one 119-101. to Let's jump right into the Saturday game at MSG. It, uh, I've been to MSG before. It was, it was really surreal, and it was really cool to see how much history has gone down in this arena. So um, that was for a WNBA Finals. If you hadn't gone to the WNBA Finals or even a game, I highly, highly suggest you do. We got to hype these women up just as much as we hype these men up. Guys, you may say, hey, women can't dunk. You want to know what? Go check the reel. They can dunk. They are doing... Uh, they're doing big things in WNBA, so make sure you guys go check it out and uh, bring the fam as well. This updater's Knicks roster is looking nice. Very nice. And although they are last in the Eastern Conference, as mentioned before, I can kind of see them making a playoff run. I'm a very optimistic person, guys. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you can kind of gather it uh, through these past few shows, but I'm optimistic. I think everyone's going to make the playoff run at this point. And people at the top, they may not make it. I don't know. The The league really doesn't start until second half of the season, which is after next weekend, NBA All-Star Weekend in Charlotte. No, I'm not delusional. It could happen. This season doesn't start again. Toronto is coming off a hot win at Atlanta, as we just recapped, where Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Fleet both had career-high games. Siakam with 33 points and Van Fleet with 30 Toronto welcomes new trade Mark Gasol last night. Toronto welcomes new trade Mark Gasol. Trying to test him out. Let's see what he has. It was a big game for starter and all-star reserve Kyle Lowry as he had 22 points and 5 assists. But who didn't have a big game were Kawhi Leonard, another all-star, but this time an all-star starter. Kawhi only had 11 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds, only going 4 from 15 from the field. If this is going to be how they play against the Knicks, it's going to be a super stressful postseason for the league. Toronto fans. Off the inbound from Kevin Knox, Smith Jr. catches it over Siakam. Off the rebound from Kevin Knox, Smith Jr. catches it over Siakam's head, then to proceed to the lane to Euro step his way to the bucket. New York led New York led until there were 26 seconds left in the first quarter, and that's where they had their biggest lead of the game of 12 points. 
Kevin Knox led the Knicks with 20 points and 4 rebounds. Now, keep in mind this is only a 12-man roster, and although not everyone had high stats, that just means they shared the ball and gave every player an equal opportunity to get on the board. Toronto's highest score were Lowry, and second were Serge Ibaka with yet another double-double, 15 points and 13 rebounds. But to have your highest score put up 22, and then your second with 15, and come out with the win, that must mean that they really just shared the ball. Gasol is in this game coming off the bench. He gets fouled and heads to the line to try and extend the lead, but only hit one of two. Seeing as this is his first game with his new team, it's expected that he take a few games to warm up to the club, but he did play fantastic defense on DeAndre Jordan, which is probably partial of the reason as to why the Knicks didn't take this one home. Mark puts up 7.6 rebounds, and I'm not going to lie, there were a few times I thought it were JV on the court, so that was a little bit confusing, but uh, but we wish all the best to JV, CJ Miles, DeLon Wright, thank you guys so much for everything that you did for the club, and we can't wait to see you guys in Memphis next season. All in all, though, it did look like Marcus Gasol was going to fit nicely with this new Toronto club. Wraps up two points with eight to play. Wraps up two points with eight to play, but then Mitchell Robinson gets one to go and takes the lead 86-85. This isn't bad for a last place team. This is what I mean by we can't count anybody out just yet. Raps then go on a 12-4 run with three to go, and it looks like they were going to take this one. And they did. Although the Knicks tried to strategically catch up in the last few seconds, they couldn't do so. There just wasn't enough time for them. And that's a wrap for Toronto, who can now enjoy the rest of the weekend and head home to welcome Brooklyn Monday night and their newest teammate, Greg Moose Monroe, who was also traded to Brooklyn for some cash deals. I feel like that's kind of putting salt in the wound for Monroe, but I mean, I think he'll be okay. It was only a short-lived moment for him uh, this season. He only played half a season with the Toronto Raptors, so all love there, and I think that uh, it'll be a good game because we all know D'Angelo Russell has been hot lately, and let's see how it goes. Toronto took this one 104.99. Thank you guys so much for listening. That's it for me today. I will be doing a recap, as you know, of course, Monday night. And I can't wait to speak to you guys then. Peace.